Listeners, welcome to the Wilder Podcast. Uh, today I've got Kelly Carlson from the WA um, on the other end. So, Kelly, introduce yourself a little bit and we'll get into it. Hi, um, I'm Kelly. I'm from Perth. Um, I'm 23 and I'm just recently joined the Wilder House family. You sure did. Yep. <laughs> Um, now, Kelly, the reason I got you on the show is because you've recently grown your Instagram account naturally. I think you've hit over followers and millions. Don't know how to do it, and I've got you on the show because it doesn't in, it doesn't involve fancy tricks. It doesn't involve paying any of these. They can grow your account naturally. It's just about putting in a little bit of work. And when I say a little bit of work, it's not that hard, is it? No. Um, you just got to, I guess you just got to find what you find is your kind of niche in a way. Um, not trying to be like everyone else on Instagram. You need to find your own unique thing and then you got to go from there, to be honest. And that's what's- and that's what stands out when when you do show your true colours. So when you show yourself and you're not trying to be like everyone else. One thing that I like about Kelly's page and one of the reasons why I wanted to work with Kelly is she posts real things. She doesn't have to always be glammed up or wearing makeup or anything. She posts photos of her at the beach. It's all natural. It's all, it just fits. So welcome aboard. Um, we're going to do what I like to call my quickies, my five quick questions. And, yep. uh, and then we'll get into some real and some honest truth. So... Are you an alarm clock old school type person or do you just use your phone as an alarm in the morning to get up? Uh, normally just use my phone, but at the moment I don't use anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a different time at the moment. Yeah. That is true. Um, Nike or Adidas if you're going to wear shoes? Nike or Adidas? Ooh. Yeah, Nike or Adidas, hard one. Well, I don't have either. Um, what does Kelly wear? Um, I normally wear ASICs. There you go. You're an ASICs girl. Yeah. Netflix or Stan? Netflix. Netflix. I'm a Netflix dude. Mm. Um, have you ever, and this is a funny one because you are young, but have you ever lied about your age? And I'm talking maybe when you were 17 inch alcohol. Yep. Yep. Definitely yeah. when I was about 16, I reckon. Yeah. I, <laughs> I think most people have. Yeah. And what's, <laughs> what's your favorite music? Music. Ooh. I like a bit of everything. Yeah. So when I'm at home, I'll listen to just like acoustic music or just what, just the radio. But then if I go out, it's generally like um, dubstep or drum and bass. Drum and bass, yeah. Because you often post on your stories a bit of music and it looks like you enjoy your festivals. And mm. I was a bit interested to see what you would say. Now, these are what I call my real and honest questions. And these are the ones that people are trying to grow an Instagram account or looking to work with brands. What got you into the whole social media world in the first place and obviously getting yourself out there? Because yours isn't just about, you know, yourself or anything. You, you post friends, you post family, you post all sorts of different things. What got you in the social media world? Um, I don't, to be, to be honest, it wasn't really to do brand ambassador stuff. It was just more, so I joined it back when I was about 14 and it wasn't really that big when I was 14. Um, so that was what, nine years ago? Um, but I've been doing modeling since I was 14. So I guess as things like Instagram and all that built up, it was something that I could use to do that. 
Yeah, and that was m- the main question when it comes to the social media because you didn't get it to become an embrace and uh, ambassador, but with your modeling and the stuff that you are doing, it kind of comes naturally with the work. Instagram's a powerful tool to network, isn't it? Yes, it sure is. And at the moment, you're studying. So tell us what you're studying and tell us how this whole COVID-19 situation is affecting your study. Tell us about how it's affecting your everyday life and yeah, give us a rundown on what you're doing from a day-to-day basis. So before the whole COVID-19 situation, um, I was attending uni for psychology because so I was doing that full-time. I was working in a bar uh, depending on how busy we were, it would depend on how often I worked and yeah. going to the gym every single day. But now there's no gym, there's no work and all my studying is online. So it's been quite difficult to keep motivated to keep studying. So how does the, the study thing go obviously online? Is there like Zoom seminars or what, what do you have to do differently to stay on track? Um, so once a week with one of my units, I am on Zoom. Um, the, my other units, I can just watch recordings, which to be honest, I don't do. Because <laughs> Honesty is always the best. It's just, it's just not the same as going to actual lecture. Yeah. Um, so you just watch the recordings and even then I don't even do it. Um, it's just a lot of textbook stuff, which I don't mind because I learn a lot through books. But yeah, I let's just say I procrastinated for about two weeks um, where I didn't do anything. Yeah. And yeah, I fell fell really far behind. So. And and you talk about obviously when you you go into that mindset and you, you're not motivated and obviously you did it for two weeks where you. You weren't getting into any of your schooling and, and probably your social media as well. You, you weren't as active. What were you focusing on to get yourself right to be able to get back on track? Like, what was your focus points to do it? And you recently just broke your toe, I understand. Yeah, so uh, two nights ago, I stubbed three of my toes and broke one. Nice one. Um, so now I'm limping everywhere. So um, in those two weeks where I wasn't active on social media or studying I was working on my mental health as I've got um, a past of anxiety so I was trying to get that under control um, which I do a lot via exercising so I was going for you know like big walks every day trying to get out of the um, out of my apartment because being stuck at home doesn't help doesn't help, yeah, it doesn't help that anxiety. Too, too, no. There's a lot of thinking when you're at home and you're not you know, exercising and actively using your brain for other things. So it's a, it is a massive part of, um, you know, even my life, I suffer from a bit of anxiety as well. It, it's pretty hard. Yeah. Um, and now that I've broken my toe, I can't <laughs> walk properly. So um, I'm hoping that I can train when gyms open up again next week. Um, I'll just have to change up my the way I train for a bit. Yeah, but, it's change your routine up a little bit. Obviously, you won't be doing any running or any jump work or anything like that. You can do a bit of upper body, I suppose. H- how long till you can walk with your toe? Is it one of those things where you just got to wait three, four weeks before it's a bit of a, a hobble walk or what's the go? Well, um, the doctor said to me, there's no point in sending me for a scan because regardless if it's sprained, fractured or broken, um, it's all the, it's the same way to heal it. Yeah. Um, she said it can take up to a week, can take up to six. She said it just depends on you. 
um, but then she just pretty much said, take a Nurofen and you'll be right. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, I don't know. It's, it's a bit better today, but who knows? Yeah, time will tell, I suppose. As long as, um, I suppose, you don't re-aggravate it when the gyms open up because you just want to get in there and get stuff done. You've got to be yep. pretty mindful of it, I suppose, well, for a few weeks. The toe that it is, I should be able to do a lot more because it's not. It's just my, it's the one next to my pinky toe. So... Oh, interesting. Yeah. Don't ask me how I did that, but... No, that's <laughs> a whole other story. Yeah. Um, and then, so, obviously, with this COVID situation, we have had a bit of time, and I know that you did jump off your Instagram for a little bit, but when it first hit and you couldn't go to the gym, did you find yourself, you might have been on social media a little bit too much, and if you were, what were you trying to get out of it? Were you trying to develop it? Were you trying new things? Or did you just try and stay off it as much as you could? Um, uh, and, and I know it's a loaded question, but it's it, it's intriguing to know what people were doing when this thing first hit and how they coped. To be honest, when it first happened, I was kind of like, hell yeah, I got all this free time. Yeah, um, some people were, I can believe that. Yeah. yeah, so for the first month, I was getting up at 7am every day, doing a workout, walking to get my coffee, and then study for the rest of the day. I had a full routine when it first happened. Um, so social media wasn't really an issue at that point because um, I was still out and about and I was trying to build maybe my lifestyle side of my Instagram. Um, yeah. However, as time went on, I lost my routine. My anxiety came back and I hadn't had anxiety for about six months. So. So you're feeling pretty fresh before all this sort of hit. Yeah, you know, I, I was just doing my thing before this all hit, and then um, that happened, and then um, I moved house, which has helped me a little bit. Yeah. But for me, when it comes to anxiety, social media is the worst thing because that's where you get stuck in your head. You have your rum, ruminative thoughts where you just where you think of a think of a problem and you think of all these solutions or think of a issue and you, it's not even true, um, which is what I do. Um, you create scenarios in your own head, don't you? You do. And then you go through social media trying to find the answers, even though there's no issue. So when I get like that, that's why I delete all my socials or I just delete the app. I keep my accounts there. Um, and it and just, gives, and just gives me a cleanse and clear my head. I was going to say the exact words. It's just a cleanse. So you don't want to just delete your account and have to start all over again. You want to be ahead of that time to, you know, embrace, you know, being by yourself or being with loved ones or whatever it may be, whatever the case may be. And obviously not look at other people's lives and what other people are doing that don't really concern you, if that makes sense. Yeah. Social media has got so many people out there and everyone follows someone that they don't know. And for whatever reason, they take that little bit of a tickle to what they're doing and they quite enjoy seeing what they're doing. And it can cause that anxiety that you just spoke about, or you can start comparing your life. And this is one reason when I try and work with people, I try and work with real and honest people that are living everyday lives and credit to you is you haven't been drawn up in that whole social media world where you you know I don't want to say exactly what posts that I look for that are a bit of a warning sign but you're not out there posting a fake life you're posting your real life and when people see you take a break they know that's for you and so I suppose the time that I reached out to you the most was during this isolation because it gave me a bit of time a bit of freedom to look at other people's accounts and look at possibilities around Australia because we're based on the Sunshine Coast I wanted to see and obviously expand our brand reach yeah. and uh, 
I suppose this is where we got connected. But leading into this, and this is the fourth question, how did you hear about Wild Ass? So how did you hear about, obviously, the brand that, that I own? And talk a little bit how we got connected in the first place. Well, to be honest, I hadn't heard from about you guys until you had contacted me. Um, I'm not sure what... Which is about three weeks ago now, I'm pretty sure. Oh, no, I'll be a bit longer. I've been in my apartment for about four weeks and you approached me a couple of weeks before I actually moved out. So... Oh, oh wow, yeah. it's been that yeah. long. you got a great memory. It feels like only three weeks. But yeah, you're probably right. It probably would be about two months. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's actually been about six weeks, I think. Um, but... And then, and then when you called, it was it was really good because I've never had a brand actually call me and actually speak to me. They just message you and say, I'll give you a discount. Um, and it's good to actually have a connection with people that you work with, especially when it comes to social media, because you don't know who you're supporting. Um, yeah. And it's always good to support your country's small businesses as well. You hit the nail on the head. So that's one thing that I want to try and aim to do. I don't actually work with anyone unless people come over the phone prior. It's one thing that I've, I've committed to and it's been a really big drive to the success of the business. So if I see someone I want to work with or someone that takes my interest, I will definitely look at their account for a few days before I send them a message and then I'll want to talk to them on the phone if I want to take it any further. Um, I believe the reason was you liked one of my photos so I did an I did an Instagram ad which was based in Perth in Western Australia yep and from memory you liked the rose gold watch yes um which is what you know obviously I see that come up in my insights or you know if I get time I'll go through who's looks like my, my last post and uh and your account came up I remember clicking on your account and just going through it for a little bit and thinking this could definitely be something that I'm interested in and you know it may have taken a few weeks later but we've got something happening your stuff's in the mail and this collaboration is beginning so watch out guys big things coming and like I always do I'll be um, tagging Kelly so you can always jump on check out our Instagram account and see what we're talking about um, now the other thing that I wanted to speak to you about and I Every guest I get on the show, I always ask them, what's the plan? What, what do you see yourself doing in the future? So things have changed. You're studying and you're studying hard by the sound of things. But where do you see yourself over the next three, five years? Still studying. Um, <laughs> yeah, so for the end goal that I want when it comes to my studies, I will be studying for the next 13 years. Wow, that yep. is hectic. That is, yep. that is that is more than half your life, just so you know. Yeah, I know. Um, doesn't help that I started late as well. No, it doesn't matter when you start. This is one thing I like to tell people. doesn't matter if you think you're a late starter. It's never late to start as long as you begin. As long as you begin that journey. I say that all the time. I wish I started the business earlier. But it has everything has its own reasons and you learn things along the way. So yeah. sorry to sound like if I was a bit rude there, but no, I just don't believe that there's a wrong or right time to start. Well, I always said that I, when it comes to going to university, it's a lot of money to outlay on a degree that you're not 100% sure on. Yeah. So that's why I waited to go to university. Uh, I knew I always wanted to go, but I was never sure on what I wanted to do. But over the over the years, I um, just became to love psychology and learning about how people work and their brains because I'm going to do neuroscience as well next semester um so 
it's taken me that long time, but I'm glad I've done it because the other thing that I like is I've had life experience going into something like psychology. Yes, yes. And that's it. So you're 23, you've got life experience and, and that's that's your lessons that you've learned. And you now found something that you're passionate about. Imagine if you went to uni and you just, and I know a lot of people do it, but you start something and you just go, this is not for me. I've got plenty of friends that have done it and they also feel like, you know, maybe they did the wrong or right they did the wrong thing but I don't think it is I think that's the way you live and that's the way you learn and every period you take a step back so you can take another two steps forward there's there's so many lessons that we're all learning every day and you know one reason I wanted to get on the show was because we've spoken about your anxiety and I want people to listen you can still be happy even though you suffer from some kind of anxiety or some kind of depression you can still be happy and content in your life. You just got to find what makes you happy and content. You got to find those things that make you deal with your anxiety and make you a happy person. Yes. And one advice that I can give to people when it comes to depression and anxiety, because I've never, I've never dealt with um, depression myself, only anxiety, but I've got a lot of friends that deal with anxiety and depression and they always push their friends away. So the one thing, the one advice that I can give is don't do that <laughs> because having your friends there is the one thing that gets me through anxiety. I love it. That's that's some really good advice to, to finish the podcast on. So if you are feeling a bit blue out there or you're having a bad day or even a bad week, hit up one of your really good friends that you know you can trust or message your mum. Just there's no, I suppose... You don't degrade yourself by asking for help. And it's a, it's something that I think we're beginning to learn, but some people don't know how to go about it. So it's people like yourself, Cal, that we can get on this podcast, tell your story, and hopefully open up some people's minds as to it. it's, it's not weak to speak. No, and even if you don't want to speak about what's going on, just don't isolate yourself because it's, it's harder to come back from that. Even if you just want to, you know, just get out and do something, you don't have to talk about your what's going on, but just don't sit at home in your own thoughts. Callie, it's been an absolute pleasure <laughs> having you a part of this podcast. Oh, I hope you've enjoyed it. You spoke really, really well because I know it's not easy speaking one of these things. And one of the things we did speak about is the fact that you are quite shy. So <laughs> congratulations, you did it. And, and I'm, I'm 100% sure the listeners are going to love listening to this one. Um, for anyone out there that wants to reach out, um, Callie is a busy person. She's busy studying, but by any means, if you're a brand or if you're someone that's suffering from anxiety, slide Callie a DM. She's going to be tagged in this podcast, like I said, or send myself a message. Um, we're always here to help. So any last words, Cal, before we go? Nope. Just hope everyone is staying safe in this situation and we'll get through it. I oh, appreciate it. All right. You take care and I'll talk to you soon. You too. Thanks for having me. All right. Bye. Bye.